and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. I'm Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the show. This is Talk Radio. Today is Friday, September 23rd. It's Friday. The weekend's almost here. Are you ready for the weekend? I thought I'd start the show off today with the great Ronnie James Dio doing We Rock. And for those who've been following the show, you know that I've attached this song to Aaron Judge because Aaron Judge rocks. Let's let Dio say it. So, we are officially on Judge Watch here at the Sports Comedy Show. I've been putting um, every, I've been putting bulletins or updates up on, on um, social media every time he hits a home run. So, on so I think Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, I've been putting um, uh, the Judge Watch. I've, I've been putting updates on Judge Watch every time he hits a home run. So we are officially on Judge Watch. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Aaron Judge. Uh, today is, like I said, Friday, so we're going to talk a little bit about last day, last night's Thursday night football game. And then we're also going to look at the weekend, some good games. And once again, I do have our sports analyst, the great Mark Franco. We're going to be calling into him, and he wants to look at and talk about some of these games. And turns out he's from uh, the East Coast. He's a big Yankee fan, so he wants to talk about Aaron Judge as well. So again, this is Paul on Talk Radio here on the Sports Comedy Network. Okay, thank you, Ronnie James Dio. Let's go ahead and get Mark on the phone and get right into it because we got a lot of neat stuff to cover, and we're going to do that right now. Hi, Mark. This is Paul from the Sports Comedy Show. Once again, you're on the air with us. How are you? How are you? I'm good this morning. I'm good here as well. Uh, now that we have no more 100-degree temperatures outside, uh, it's going to get uh, really nice out here in Vegas pretty soon. I, I agree with you. Uh, as uh, everybody is aware that the show is recorded here in Las Vegas, and uh, Mark and I both reside in Las Vegas, and we had a hot summer, but um, I think the um, the weather switched over real quick, and, and September has not been bad. So Mark and I are both very happy about that. Yes, we are. <laughs> All right, Mark. So we're going to start off with the Judge Watch. Before I brought you in, I was telling everybody we are officially on Aaron Judge. You know him as your big Yankee bomber. We're on Aaron Judge Watch. Um, he did not hit a home run the last two games. But here's what I saw that I think is interesting, and uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. Because every he's one home run away uh, from uh, tying Roger Maris, now Yankee Stadium is full. There, there ain't an empty seat in the, in the crowd. Every time Aaron Judge comes to the plate, they expect him to hit the home run. All the other Yankees have been hitting home runs. But uh, what are your thoughts on this, and when is he going to do it? Uh, well, I hope he does it this weekend, especially that they're playing the Red Sox. Um one of the coolest things I saw last night and the night before, um, some of excuse me, some of Roger Maris's uh, family was at Yankee Stadium to uh, watch him tie the record. So um, I think there's a good chance it happens tonight against the Red Sox. Hey, that's funny you say that. Um, 
I, I've been keeping an eye on it. I didn't realize Maris's family's there. That, that's that's a special thing. So um, for them to be able to do that. But but I have a funny feeling tonight, just because the last two nights it hasn't happened in the standing ovations every time. I, I think tonight it happens. I just got that funny feeling. Yeah, he came close last night, so I think tonight's the night. All right, so we're going to keep an eye on that. Um, I would still, I still think he has an outside chance, and I know now it's getting slimmer. Um, but to catch uh, Barry Bonds at seventy-one, do you think that could happen, or no? Is that slipping away? Uh, I think that's a little bit uh, out of the, out of reach at this time of the season. But um, I don't know. I don't really consider um, Barry Bonds the uh, the overall home run leader, but. Um, you know, uh, it's it's definitely going to be uh, a fun season. When it comes to Judge, the thing that he can do this year, Paul, um, is he could possibly win the Triple Crown. And that is very, very difficult to do in baseball. Um, he has the highest batting average going into last night. Uh, obviously, he's the leader in home runs, and he's the leader in RBIs. So um, I would love to see him win the Triple Crown and uh, get an MVP um, out of this season for sure. Yeah, you know, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because I almost uh, forgot about that. Now, I've been tracking Judge um, daily or recently since the since the All-Star break. And at that time, he was just batting a little under 300. But as he started hitting home runs, something else was happen- happening with him is he wasn't striking out as much and he was taking his walks. So I've literally watched his batting average go from 290, 295, 300, 305, 310, and now he's in that position. And, you know, I don't recall the last time we've had a triple crown winner. Um, I'm going to maybe the guy from Detroit, maybe Milky or uh, Cabrera. Um, can you recall the last time we had one? Yeah. It's a good question, Paul. But uh, off the top of my head, I, I know it's been a while since there's been a, a triple crown winner for sure in baseball. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so if he gets that, that'll be special. But since we're on the subject of home run teams, and we'll, we'll turn to, to football in a minute, um, there is somebody in the National League who's, um, you know, he's getting ready to walk away from the game, but he's putting up big home runs, and that's Albert Pujols. As it turns out, Pujols will be coming into Dodger Stadium for the next four games, um, and uh, he's chasing 700. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, first thing I can say about Albert Pujols is, Great player. He's been around a long time. I'm glad he got to go back to the Cardinals to end his career where it started. And uh, just a guy that has never had any <clears throat> any issues in, in baseball. He's not one of the steroid guys. He's just a, a hardworking, grind-nosed player. And uh, obviously there's no question that when he hangs him up at the end of this year, uh, in five years he'll be uh, in the Hall of Fame, no doubt. You know, that's a good point because he's put in his 20 years and he had his longest stint with the Angels, but his glory days were with St. Louis. And even though last year he was with the Dodgers and he helped the Dodgers in the playoffs, uh, it was only fitting that he goes back home uh, where it started for him. And, and, um, you know, to go 20 years plus and not get stuck in any controversy, whether it's steroids or whatever it is, um, that's what Albert Pujols has done, and that does make him a special person. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Uh, a guy that's very, very deserving. Okay. All righty. So we've got some exciting stuff to keep an eye on there um, in the uh, in baseball. Uh, let's go ahead and move on over. Uh, actually, so on, just to finish up, Albert Pujols 
is at 698 home runs. So he just needs two more. And uh, I, I think it would be kind of fun if it happens here. I think Dodger Stadium is going to be packed this weekend because Albert Pujols and because he was there last year. So uh, two home runs by him, one by Judge. This could be an exciting ba- uh, weekend for baseball. Absolutely. Okay, let's turn to football because, you know, first of all today, Mark, it is Friday. The weekend's here. Let's check in from Tom Hanks and see what he has to say. Thank God it's Friday! All right, thank you, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks says, thank God it's Friday. Uh, so, thought I'd throw that in there, kind of, you know, spice things up a little bit because the weekend's here, um, which means football. So, before we look at Sunday, um, last night we had Thursday night football, and, um, you know, it wasn't a half-bad game, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. did. Uh, Cleveland ends up winning this one 29-17. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game, Mark? It was kind of a... Uh boring methodical game i i would say the one thing i I take away from that game is that um pittsburgh's offense is going to struggle well season i I could just see it from a mile away they're they're not able to run the ball with any consistency where on the other hand the browns are probably the best rushing team in all of football so um i think probisky's got to uh maybe play maybe play a couple more weeks and then I say you put Kenny Pickett in there, put the rookie in there. You got nothing to lose. The Steelers aren't going to go to the playoffs. Um, I don't believe the Browns are going to go to the playoffs either. But uh, yeah, kind of a whole hum game that uh, kind of played out just like I thought. Uh, with the Steelers having uh, having a lot of problems on the offensive side of the football. Okay, no, I agree with you. And um, that you know, before the season started, my thought was I don't know Trubisky. He's not a bad quarterback, but. I don't think he's a high enough caliber to, to – maybe he can make the playoffs, but he ain't going to go deep in the playoffs. That's for sure. Um, and, and it's a rebuilding time. So, uh, Trubisky finally got a good dose of reality. That was our Thursday Night Football. But we got some exciting ones here. And for everybody out there, again, uh, Mark Franco from Franco Sports, um, he, he is a senior handicap over there at Vegas Insider. So, he uh, brings us some knowledge when we look at these games. And uh, the first one we're going to talk about, which is the biggest one on the board, and that's going to be Buffalo at Miami. Both teams 2-0. and um, I don't know what I'm – the Bills are just phenomenal, but the game's in Miami. What do you see, Mark? Well, Buffalo's going to have to step up in class uh, to face the Dolphins, who are um, 2-0. and And, uh, you know, looking at last week, uh, Buffalo's been just humming right along. And, and obviously <clears> – <throat> They're the favorite coming into this season as far as Super Bowl odds go. So, um, you know, they, they have all the talent in the world, Buffalo does. They're good on offense, got a good quarterback, great on defense. Um, can't run the ball that well, but they don't need to with uh, Josh Allen at quarterback. And uh, the Dolphins, the jury's still out. But I think uh, Tua, who I was not a big fan of when the Dolphins drafted him because I felt that Miami should have drafted uh, Justin Herbert, but um, Tua just played out of his mind last week. Number one, the thing that I see about the Dolphins, unlike years past, they don't get down and out. They, they don't get all, like, weepy and sad. And this Mike McDaniels coach, Paul, I don't know about you, but he looks to me like he's some kind of math teacher or math professor. He does not look like a football coach at all. But um, I think he's already got respect from his players after two games. And, you know, with the weapons that Tua has, 
I mean, there were some passes that he could just fire that ball down the field. And that's exactly why they went out and got Tariq Hill, because they knew with to his arm and his speed uh, that they're going to they're gonna consistently hit on 30, 40, 50-yard passes. And uh, they did a great job of coming back last week against the Ravens. And uh, I, I can't wait to watch this game as far as handicapping it. Real tough one, Paul. I mean, we got Buffalo laying five and a half. Uh, let me see. There's uh, look at my live odd screen. There's a couple. Uh, it's pretty much five and a half all over town. Uh, that's what we call a crooked number if you're going to bet the favorite. So uh, this may be a, a game to watch and uh, do in play on. It, is what I think I'm going to do. That's an interesting part point, and I get what you're saying about a quirky number because. You know, it's not six or seven where most numbers land. It's just underneath it. And, and i got to agree with you. I mean, Buffalo looks so darn good. But um, Miami is, is, is opening our eyes. Um, I don't know how to touch this one from a betting standpoint either. Um, last question before we move on. Um, you know, Tyreek Hill said that um, Tag was going to be able to throw the ball. He throws the ball. What about Miami's rushing games? They got that Chase Edmonds and Mostert, who I believe came from Frisco. Um, these guys are piling up yards. How is that playing into their offense? Yeah, they're they're not really running the ball with much success. I mean, they run the ball to keep the defense honest, but uh, a lot, lot of lot of passing in Miami. Same with Buffalo. They don't have a good. <clears throat> there's one weakness of the Bills. It's their running game. So, Paul, I will. Get a slight recommendation here on uh, the over in that game. Uh, Buffalo will be in Miami. Uh, Buffalo might have a little bit of problem with the humidity, uh, or Miami won't. But the uh, the total is fifty two and a half here, and fifty two and a half in the NFL is a big number. But it's a big number for a reason. So I think both teams are going to be able to move the ball offensively. If we don't have a bunch of turnovers, uh, I just see this game going over the total of fifty two and a half. That's a great point, Mark, and I agree that 52 is a big number, but um, this game has shootout written all over it. I can just see these guys going back and forth, especially going down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Yeah, let's hope so. We need a, a prime game on Sunday, and I think that one's it. Okay, Let, let's take a look at another one. Um, on the morning game, there's still another one, and uh, I want to talk about this one because the Raiders in Tennessee, both teams are off to a terrible start. They're both 0-2. Everybody thought they'd be 2-0. and um, Now they go head-to-head, so one of these teams is going to end up going 0-3. What do you see? The game's in Tennessee. What do you see happening between the Raiders and the Titans this week, Mark? Well, let's talk about the Titans first. Um, okay. Just back a couple weeks ago in week one of the NFL, Titans had a pretty much, uh, I won't say a commanding lead, but a nice lead against the New York football Giants, and the Giants came back in the fourth quarter and uh, was able to get a victory in Tennessee, which is not easy to do. Last week, we saw Tennessee. What did we see last? They got crushed by Buffalo. So uh, be a little cautious there with the Titans. They're not as bad as they looked um, over the first two weeks. But uh, the Raiders the Raiders might be as bad as we saw the first two weeks. The Raiders still have a problem of not being able to stop a goddamn ant that crawls onto the field. Their defense is just... Once again, I won't say pathetic, but it's definitely below average. And the offensive line, I think it's going to take them a couple more weeks to figure out what they're doing with their offensive line. They got guys taking snaps at center, right guard, left guard, uh, in and out. Obviously, Leatherwood 
they just drafted in the first round last year or the year yeah last year uh, cut from the team altogether so um I, I just uh I just can't wait for Sunday Paul <laughs> yeah no I agree in this uh this kid, you know, Derrick Henry, the big new or the big boy there in Tennessee, he's yet to get going. Um, when does he get going? When does he kick into gear? Because he's really what Tennessee has to offer. Yeah, well, being that the injury that he had last year, I just don't think he's the same running back. If you remember uh, the beginning of last year and the year before, especially, he was a, a dominant force in the NFL, and teams had to. Uh, uh, pretty much put their defensive game plan around him and not Tannehill. So I, I still don't think Derrick Henry's fully recovered yet. So I think that's what the, uh, one of the, the problems that the Titans have. As, as far as the Raiders goes, uh, they should be able to put up 30 points a game with the talent that they have on offense. And to blow the game last week, the Raiders to blow that game against the Cardinals, um, let's let's hope, because I'm not a Raider fan either, Paul, but, you know, we're going to root for him. We live here in Las Vegas. Let's hope that's not a sign of things to come because uh, I think the Raiders at 0-2 still make the playoffs. It's possible, but uh, uh, a little bit unlikely. Yeah, and it's so early in the season, but um, you're right. They've yet to get on the board, and that was that the fact that it was bad enough they gave up a 20-point lead and lost. They did it at home, which is supposed to be the Death Star, which is supposed to be the king you know, of Las Vegas. Didn't happen that way, and that's what happens in football. All right, let's look at one more. I know uh, it's a busy morning. Mark's got a lot going on. So we're going to talk about Green Bay and uh, Tampa Bay. And if we do that, you know what that means. It's the story of a man named Brady. Tom Brady. Who was busy with three boys of his own. And he's got a new cast. They were four men living all together. Yet they were all alone. All right. So I just love doing that. <laughs> Okay, so we got we got a big game. We got Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers. They're gonna go in, into Tampa Bay. Um, this is by far the this game's gonna be just as big as the um, AFC showdown between the Dolphins and the Bills. Um, but this one's the NFC showdown. It'll be the afternoon game. Uh, yeah, where do we start? I guess let's start with injuries because there's a there's a few people that are supposed to be questionable or out for. For Tampa Bay, what do you see here, Mark? Uh, let's talk about this, Paulie. The Go ahead. line has moved pretty drastically ah, this game. Fill me in. Fill me in. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Tampa Bay opened up as a three-and-a-half-point favorite over Green Bay. Okay. Um, now we're uh, we're taping this on a, early on a Friday, and uh, the line has definitely shifted. You don't see too much of a differential when it comes to the NFL, but – Again, Tampa opened three and a half. Now they're down to one. Big adjustment there from going just over a field goal, obviously to under a field goal. Uh, probably the reasons for that are some of the reasons for that. If you look a little deep, you probably don't know this, Paulie. It's a little bit of a shocking fact, but Aaron Rodgers is 3-0 and against Tom Brady. Ah. So not many people have a winning record against Tom Brady. But Mr. Aaron Rodgers... Relax. He's beat him three, <clears throat> three out of three times uh, in his career. So uh, this is the game that God, I just can't wait to watch this game. It's a, a late game on Sunday at uh, <clears throat> one twenty-five Pacific time, four twenty-five Eastern time, and uh, 
game's kind of hard to handicap. It's, it's very hard to go against Tom Brady. But if there's a spot that you want to go against Tom Brady in the Bucks, I think it would be here. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, they had that miserable game in week one, came back last week, beat the Bears pretty handily. Uh, Rodgers just seemed to have a little bit more patience with all of his young wideouts, um, especially dropping passes like the one that uh, the kid dropped uh, that would have definitely been a touchdown. But um, it's going to be a good game to watch. And I think, uh, you know, both teams are desperate. When it comes to Tampa Bay, they got some injuries there. Their, their offense is not uh, click-clicking away because, you know, number one, Tom Brady's 45, but they got some offensive line issues. Uh, Tampa Bay can't really run the ball that great. And uh, the Packers have, I, I think the Packers have the better quarterback in this matchup and definitely the better, not by much, but slightly better defense as well. And also I think that another reason why maybe that line moves so much is because we do got the one-game suspension for Evans, and he's been really the go-to guy so far to, for Tom Brady, um, you know, as he's trying to find him. And then there's talk that uh, Julio Jones, well, he's always injured. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I mean, there was another big name, um, Goodwin, uh, whom I like, by the way. Goodwin is also supposed to be under, um, not playing 100% if he plays. So, um, you know, a lot of his weapons, um, he's got a full cast. He's still got Cameron Brayton. and he's got the running games with Fournette and Jones. But um, it's just going to be interesting to see how, how Tom, if he can find another cast to, 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 to fulfill the Brady Bunch. You got it. Okay. All right, Mark. Um, did you want to give us give us a pitch? Yeah, go ahead. Two more minutes. Yes, you got it. I've been giving out a free play uh, on your show. been very successful with that. And uh, I'm going to turn to give everybody a game we haven't really talked about, um, but turn – uh, to Sunday night uh, in Denver um, when Russell Wilson will get his chance to shine in the spotlight again after the week one Monday night loss to Seattle. And they're hosting the San Francisco 49ers. And I'm of belief that never want to see anybody get hurt in the NFL, but Trey Lance going down with that season-ending injury, I think is a blessing in disguise for the 49ers. Because my man, Jimmy G, can lead this team. He's done it before. He can do it again. Probably one of the most underrated players in all professional sports. So the game I really like the most on the card for Sunday is the late game, Sunday night. Some people call it a bailout play. I call it making a more profitable day. So the 49ers right now going into Denver. Not an easy place to play, don't get me wrong. But if there's a veteran team with a veteran coach, the 49ers can go it's a mile high and steal a victory. Right now, the 49ers are one-and-a-half-point favorites. And I think as we get closer to Sunday night, that line could increase and maybe possibly go to 49ers minus three. But should be a great game to end our wonderful Sunday here in Vegas. But I like the 49ers on the road to beat the Broncos. Okay, you heard it there first from Mark. His, his uh, free pick this week is on the Sunday night game. And, uh, you know, it's not easy to win in Denver. But uh, now that's going to be another game that also has some injuries. I heard uh, Kittle may be questionable, and then on the other side, Jerry Judy is questionable. We'll just have to see if these guys end up playing or not. But, um, you know, on my last show, Mark, um, I, I, and, I, and nobody likes to see the injury, but um, I simply I labeled it as problem solved. You know, they had a quarterback um, controversy in San Francisco, 
the problem has been solved. And I don't like to see it be solved that way, but the problem has been solved. Well, Paul, I mean, uh, anytime we can get an Italian playing at quarterback, um, as we are both Italians, um, I just like Jimmy G. I, I, I just think he's a underrated quarterback. And, uh, you know, time will tell. But I guess that the 49ers are saying a couple of Hail Marys that they did not trade him um, because if they did, their season would probably be over. Exactly. No, I, I agree. And uh, to, to me, I look at Jimmy G. He's the king of cool. So, all right. Mark, I'm going to leave it there. I know you're busy. It's Friday. We've got a lot of things going. I want to thank you for, uh, for being our host again on the show. And um, we'll keep an eye on your plays and see how things go. Thank you for the gift basket again last week, Paul. And, uh, yes. Best of luck to you and all the listeners uh, this weekend. Um, Paul, I, I gave out the free play of the 49ers. Anybody has any questions? Um, actually, if you'd like to get my picks for free in the NFL this week, um, anybody that's listening to Paul's show, I'll give them to you absolutely free. Don't need a credit card. Don't need anything. Just go to my website, francosports.com. You'll see my email address is there and my phone number. Give me a call, shoot me an email, I'll reply with uh, no sales pitch, none of that kind of stuff. Just give me my picks free for a week, Paul. Okay, and, and you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I do have one or two friends who've listened to the show and they go, hey, that Franco guy seems to know what he's talking about. So uh, I'm going to let them know, hey, check out his website and uh, see what he has to offer. You got it. It's, again, it's Franco Sports, F-R-A-N-C-O-S-P-O-R-T-S, francosports.com. Uh, just give me a jingle, even if you just want to tell me about how much you enjoyed listening to the show. And, uh, Paul, as always, it's been a pleasure uh, to come on with you, and let's keep doing this. Uh, we will. The NFL season. We will. I'll get you another gift basket. Mark, you have a good weekend, and we'll talk next week. Could always use another gift basket, Paul. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. On. Everybody, this weekend, don't bet above your head. Bet what you can afford to lose. Enjoy it. It's entertainment. And let's go ahead and have a winning weekend. Those are wise words from a wise handicapper. Everybody, um, that's Mark Franco. Thank you, Mark. You have a good day. You too, Paulie. Take care. Okay. So we got some Mark Franco there. Um, boy, I loved speaking with him. and he, He's such a good guy and uh, a friend and uh, a sports colleague here in Las Vegas. Um, so we, we've got his in, inside take. And, um, you know, that Sunday night game, I, I saw the other side of it, to be honest. Um, but now that he mentioned it, and I'm with him, I love Jimmy G. Um, the question, I think, really more than Jimmy G is going to be, can Russell Wilson rally the troops? And if Jerry Judy's out, that, that's going to be awfully hard. Um, they've got a good running game, but um, Niners defense stops the running game. So interesting stuff. Um, okay, guys, I'll tell you what, we're almost at our 30-minute mark. I'm going to leave it there. Again, Aaron Judge watch. Let's see if he can tie Roger Maris. Um, Albert Pujols, let's see if he can get to 700. Um, it is Friday, which means that the weekend's here. Big weekend for me because I had to put in a full week of work. First time I've done that in a while. Um, so let's let Tom Hanks say it again. Thank God it's Friday! Thank you, Tom. It's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. The weekend's here. I am Paul Salerno, the creator and host of the Sports Comedy Show. I want to thank you for listening to the show. Tell a friend, and uh, have a good day.